Hello, you are welcome to the Emerge Podcast where we discuss all things digital media. I am your host, Joy Enigalu, digital media consultant and your very good friend. You're welcome to today's episode of the Beacon Podcast. And if you're joining us for the first time, yes, we rebranded the podcast from Emerge Podcast to Beacon Podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, you will see where I shared mm. reasons why we had to switch so that we can serve you better, right? And today mm. we have the remarkable Adebinkpe of EVA's Kitchen. It took us like 100 years to get her here. So we're super excited to have her here. Thank you so much, Binkpe, for honoring mm. us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank so, you. I'm glad. Yeah, that's that's uh-huh. amazing. So, Evie's Kitchen, can you tell us the story mm. behind the business? Mm. Oh my God, I wanted to tell you four years for story. <laughs> in now many seconds. Just, just remove it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, my name is Bimpe Ajibola. Bimpe Ajibola, not Ade Bimpe. Ola Bimpe Ajibola. Um, CEO, EVS Kitchen, and founder of the Food Business Hub. Um, well, EVS Kitchen started as um, an idea in 20... Nah, more like... T- the idea came up around November, December 2014. But, um, you know, it was actually pushed by a colleague of mine, um... I mean, it's Leia, and she just, you know, she was like, you bring good food to, to, to the office. Everybody wants to eat your food. Why don't you sell food to people in the office? Why don't you package lunch and be delivering to us? That's how, you know, the idea came to me. And, you know, I, I, I love cooking. It's, it's something I can do in my sleep, to be honest. And um, I started from the 2015 January. I launched Started with my, I had launched my website, um, started a business. I, I was, as at that time, I was working in a logistics company. So I understood the, um, the concept of food, food um, delivery. And, um, you know, and then I looked at the problem around me. So there are lots of people. Um, so I started with soups in, in bowls and meals in bowls. So I looked at, you know, there was serious. There was it was that period when there was it was there was extreme extreme traffic situation in Lagos, and everybody wanted to eat good food when they get home, but nobody had time to you know cook the food. So um, I just thought, why not have a well cooked um, you know home cooked meal like like Mama does it. And it will be healthy, and you know the focus has really shifted on the health, health um, situation of m- many people. And um, I use fresh food majorly. I hardly, hardly ever use processed food. And um, so I just thought, why, if you can trust the person bringing it to you, you can trust that they will deliver it to you. Why not, you know, have that? And to be at at um, a reasonable price also you get to have what you want not you know a situation where this is this person sells soup and you just have to buy what she has so it is bespoke that's how it started and you know it has spiraled into 
this this business that has this is catering event catering corporate you know corporate catering and all of that business and you know someday soon pretty soon um have uh, my own restaurant by the grace of god and you know it has it's blessed other businesses it blessed the food business hub and where where we actually you know train and um we help food business owners grow sustainable food businesses you know, and teaching them there's the, the a system that works lots of things most people don't tell them you know it's it's been a long journey and it's been a fun journey and we're thankful that's really amazing that's really amazing so um yeah. can you share with us the the challenges <clears throat> that come with starting a food business because i'm sure that someone may be listening mm. and they're wondering if they should <clears throat> businesses. so what's what should this person look out for when going into a food business um okay the basically there are lots of things depending on like i always say choose the category you want to serve in the food business so you um generally you can say oh there's everybody's facing the exact same challenge in food business as a food vendor but depending on the category you're in like if you're into food delivery you know that you're gonna have to face um you're gonna have to make sure that your delivery is timely and you know if you're in a place like lagos the traffic situation um the the last mile and um the official that actually could actually seize your bikes if you have one if you don't you have to you know you have a logistics company that's that deliver food but a lot of time they actually fail you so to get trusted people or you know um logistics company then you have the pricing it's the 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 instability in the market price of ingredients actually affects people that um um that are in the food business so if you are known with a particular price it's if the prices of ingredients spike it spikes up in the market it's it can be very dicey and if you are not if you did not do your costing properly the, the chances are that that you would be making losses will be high or your price will be unstable so you might be charging for example like a thousand euro for a plate of food and because of the price of things, you have to increase it to 1,002. And that's because you didn't do your costing properly. There are other things, you know, um, the um, um, getting the right equipment, getting good and trusted workers. You know, that's, for me, that is very, very important. Um, because of the ca- different categories of, um, of um, workers, of, of employees we have, it might be very difficult to get someone who is, um, well, who, who buys into your business idea and your dreams. So for me, that, those are the kind of people I try to employ. So you will see workers that I have been, that have been working with me since 20, 2015, 2016. I still have them. It's, it's, um, they have to trust you, trust your brand, trust your process and see that they are growing as well. So having all of that and, you know, there also the fact that there are so many people in the food business so getting ideal clients for many can be challenging if your brand is not well known so there are many it's it can be it can be dicey but 
persistence, consistency, and you know, making sure that your brand is is a trusted one in every area would help you grow. It might, I mean, it's it's a lot of people here. There's money. There's money in food business, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fighting that money. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yes, there is. But it takes time. It is food. They have to trust you. Everybody has to trust you. And in fact, it's not everybody. I just say every, every other customer. So, and it takes a lot. It's capital intensive. It is highly capital intensive. It's, it, it takes a lot of... Um, from you that if you do not have patience it's for one of the one of the businesses that takes time um, um follow period uh, is food business so for you have to wait if you start up you you're going to burn out if you keep losing your the people you already know the people in your circle you're going to get you, you can't keep recycling your clients so you have to gain the trust of new people and you know that can take a while so you have to give yourself a period of growth, which many don't have. They just want to go in and get it done and make the money. But that money that you're making, self, every time something new is coming out, you have to be creative. You have to you have to reinfuse that money back into the business a lot, lots of time. That's 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 actually one of the things that helps me grow. That helps me grow within one year, actually. When I when I started all over again, you know, yeah. Wow. That's that's really really insightful. So um, you said something about you know different aspects or you know different niches in the food industry. Can you name a few of them? Okay, so um, there's the manufacturing, manufacturing the people that produce um, um, packaged foods, packaged food materials, or um, like for example, you say it's um, not you know um coconut flakes and, and all those that's they're under the food they're under the manufacturing um or you know tomato paste and all of that then um there's the event food catering so there's event catering um either even for event catering the the people that solely serve parties so you can't hardly would you have um um have somebody that that strictly does amala serving at corporate events it's 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 very rare but um you have corporate you have um office staff catering you have um the the takeouts you know call to order the online food business you have you have restauranting there are people that all they do is just grills and barbecues you know and there are people that you know they are known for um packaged small chops and you know and all of that so there are different niches for the food industry the food industry there are also the smoothie smoothie makers and um um cake bakers they're all under the food industry really so it's um there's different different aspects so you know you can have most of the time you have people doing a combination of more than one more than two sometimes actually so like i do soups and i do deliver we do soups we do deliver. that's how we started out and then um we 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 grew into packaged food for you know friends corporates and events and you know also we now we now we've been doing event catering outdoor catering indoor catering and all of that 
So you can have a combination of different categories or you can choose to do just one thing. That's interesting. Very interesting. So um, when you started out your business, I'm sure you faced um, some sort of um, challenges and you probably made mistakes. So what's the one big mistake Mm. you made in your business that you wouldn't allow another person going into the food business to do, to make? Mm. Okay, so... I started 2015, I shut down, I started 2015, I shut down before the end of 2015, like a year or less than a year. I had to shut down because I burnt out. So lots of time, most people don't have, uh, they're different, there's so many things and mistakes I made, right? Which is where I, which is the reason I started the Food Business Hub, right? I founded it because for me, it's about, you know, helping each other grow in the in, in the food industry and helping people see the light in you know shed the light on the gray areas so the, it's not just about knowing how to cook really it is about that many people should should have learned but i i didn't have um the right understanding of business structuring right i had the I had the resources at hand, to be honest. I had the resources to add access to all the resources that could, you know, help me grow. But I was sourcing for funds as well. Funding can be a major challenge because, like I said, it's capital intensive. Your growth might be growth process might be slower if you do not have enough funds, right? But you know, now there are grant opportunities. In as much as you can, you know, present your value well enough, you can get grants. Um, there are there we had issues with. I had um, any mistakes with structuring. I made mistakes with pricing. Pricing in the sense that I, I, it was so bad I used to pay myself in food. So um, <laughs> if you order for food, I wouldn't make any profit. It's the remnant of the food I would eat. And in my head, all I was doing was, ah, I'm trying to gain customers. I'm trying to get customers. I understand the parts where you know you have to sew and do some things but if you are running a business you should be able to break even if nothing and it was i was basically basically running at a loss but i didn't understand that the financial i didn't understand the i didn't have a proper plan in place a working plan in place i just had you know this thing in my head that okay i could do if i do this i do this i want this in fact there was a time i was going to try out then linda Ikeji was 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 trending Linda Ikeji's blog i was going to run an ad it was going to cost 50k then to and then you know it would have i had done it before from the previous company i was working i know the kind of traffic it brings but looking at that period i'm, I'm very glad i didn't do it because i wouldn't have been able to handle it and it would have destroyed my business image because there's really no point you doing something you can handle so there are so many things uh, you know structuring having the right access to the right people you know surrounding yourself with the right people i didn't exactly surround myself with people that would would have sped up my growth process so you know these are basically the things to look out for when you want to go into the food business and there are lots more i could go on and on i will never live here (laughs) i know right i know so um i really love what you just said now about you not surrounding yourself with the right people when you started your business because it's part of the things that i always talk about say people are the one currency that we need yes 
So now yeah. talking about relationships, can you tell us how now you are far from who you were back then? So the relationships you formed now, can you tell us how it has been able to impact your life and business? For business affiliation, I got I got myself intentionally started, you know, making moves to getting myself. Okay, so I'm an extrovert. I'm extroverted, but I'm I'm introverted as well. So a lot of people see this girl that talks and plays, and you know, she's very she mingles very easily. But I am so personal. Like I love my personal space. So if you, I don't I don't like insult. I don't like being. I, I, I hated being told no. So I would rather not make that move. So I just used to relate with the people I knew. But I learned that if you want to grow, you will need people. And you will need the people that are already in the place you aspire to be. You need to have a relationship with lots of them. So I, I started investing in, um, you know, um, like training. I did um, Steve Harris's MBT training. I am, you know, that exposed me to a community of people that, you know, highly intellectual people with different business experiences, you know, and, and, um, I, I, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't have the right people around me. So I, I, I related to someone that is very, very, that's very good in business structuring and all of that. Because presently, she's currently my business advisor. She's, um, Emma Sivaris's wife and helps me understand the things that I needed to put in place. Like having, you know, having your recipes down, having, having processes, those things, I, those things, you know, the relationship helped me. Then there was the, there was the, the fact that I knew I couldn't do it alone and, um, spiritual, I, I, I grew my, I changed from the girl that I used to like to hang out and maybe party sometimes to the one that now stays indoors and does not go out except the venture <laughs> or the going out is going to be a fruitful and you know what's the whole while now i weigh my my communications i weigh my, my relationship i am very intentional about who i am speaking with because you are you are what you speak you are what you feed yourself you are you know on, on the average the average um the average total of the people you surround yourself with is what makes you makes you up basically so i'm surrounding myself with people that have infused one way or the other in my life spiritually financial growth mentally i'm one of the the advocates of protecting your sanity now and you know they this this these people have helped me some of them have helped me drop drop the i am i am the attitude of focusing on things that do not actually matter or the things that you cannot you cannot change that you have no power over so over over time and trust me the business will test you on all areas it will test you if you're not prepared <laughs> to be a basketball situation <laughs> okay so uh so far so good how would you describe your personal brand um my personal brand is personally three words bold attractive and genuine a lot of people say i'm bold i know i'm bold i i know that my i am I can be, I'm very attractive in person. Oh, I'm a very beautiful lady. And um, <laughs> I know that, for example, in for food, people feed first with their eyes. So it has to appeal. And it's one of the things that's, that helps you sell yourself and your business. Then genuine, genuinity is very important to me. I'm very, very real. I like to be too. I like to know that 
you know what you what you see is what you get with me i like to know that you are genuine if you promise this that's what you get for example if you go on my page the pictures you see it does not exactly in fact and capture what you see in real life that is the level of genuinity and if I want it to be that in or everybody that comes across me says they can trust her word. If I give my word, let, let it be that way. Your word is your bond, basically. So, bold, attractive, and genuine. Bag for sure. It's B-A-G. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. <laughs> That's nice. All right. Yeah. So, you've talked about how the food business is, you know, can be overwhelming, can be, you know, mm. and just test your patience on all levels. So how do you deal with overwhelm and how do you deal with doubt? So these two things, how do you deal with them as an individual? In case of overwhelm, being overwhelmed is, I would say this physically, I address it physically at first. It's funny, but I would say this, I breathe and I sleep. I take it. <laughs> I take it up. To be honest, I know that if there's a talk of a war going on in your brain, you can make sensible decisions. And it, the business can be overwhelming, ex- especially when growing. When growth, you know, there are times when you see, you can get, for example, get orders and, you know, expecting and all of that. Just want, you don't want to disappoint everybody. You become jittery. You, I take a moment and I breathe. Sometimes it can even be a worker's that can frustrate everything about you or frustrate your efforts. Let me give you an example. Um, last week, last time making a sorted occur, we made a sorted occur and cow leg for a client that wanted it for that was basically wanted it for our family, you know, soups and bowls, different soups. And the one, the particular okra soup and the cow leg and all of that, after it was packaged and properly, this will package it. But uh, the, <laughs> the worker that was taking it to, you know, to the um, to the cart for it to get, get delivered, actually dropped the bowl of soup. Now this is something, and if you know me, when I cook for you, when you cook, when when we cook for you, it's like every muscle, every bite you take, there's a promise kept in it. So it takes time. I make sure that everything is complete. You know, there's a process, there's a way it is done. It was, you can imagine the frustration at that time. And guess what? We had events to cater to, events to cater to. So this, everything is, um, the timing is calculated. You, you spend this particular amount of um, time, this person is doing this and spend this time on this because we have other things to do and all of that. There's no extra, there was no extra time. It was, I was literally overwhelmed. You know, you have to do what you have to do. You have to cook another one. Uh, it, at that moment, all I was just saying was, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like he's going to come down from heaven to help you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he didn't send you to me. And it was funny enough, it was my best worker Aww. that did that. I was livid, but I knew that if I don't control my emotions, you can rub off on the person that is your best worker and, you know, start to build anger in the person. So I just took a moment to calm down. I was very angry, took a moment to calm down, but I also I remember that at the end of the day, if you scream and shout, what you need to do is to be there to get done. Mm-hmm. So get right on it and get it done and move on. Luckily, we did that, delivered it in good time and when it comes to the event so and so in the case of um, women I'm going sometimes it's so much I have so many things to do as a business owner I'm sure you would know I just we should have had this thing a long time ago but there are times when I want to share that we should have but I'm going to be like I need to sleep man I need to yeah. sleep I just 
I just take a moment and breathe. And, you know, mentally, I know I have to be well disposed mentally. Then self-doubt. Talking about now, I'm not someone that doubts. I think I, I am highly self-confident so the case of self-doubt is actually very very is a rare occurrence with me it's is it's funny so i could say i'm having an event doing something even if i don't know you know okay i'm going to give you an example i, I wanted to do something run an ad on something created the content i i do content creation as well i do copywriting so i, I was going to create the content and all of that it was for me, I wasn't sure if it was a hundred percent, but I did it anyways, and I put it out. You know, I received a call from my business manager and business advisor, and she was like, "No, I think you shouldn't have done this." In my when when I was going to do it, I knew there was something wrong, but I just didn't. I was confident in what I was doing. I just did it. My own is my rule is: you cannot wait for perfection. Is very unreal for me excellence is what i strive for so you cannot wait till when it is perfect so in that situation where it is unperfect where it is, where it is imperfect rather and and you 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 have to make use of what you have you just just do it so situations where i should have doubted myself i should have i should have um fought back for, for quite sake so my business shut down for like a year i had to start all over again i had um three thousand error on me when i started all over again support um you know personal issues that happened and all of that but I knew there were questions popping up in my head. My my family, some members of my family, are you sure this was ready to try to get a job? I tried getting a job again, but really and truly, I was paying for the the, the, the logistics, my transportation to go for the interviews. And the, the jobs were not coming. So something had to fuel that need. So in my head, I was just like, and you know, there's still that gap in, in food industry that I know that I will feel. Why am I not making use of what I know how to do, what I enjoy doing? There were questions popping up in my head. How would you grow? And I did it. So for me, the self-doubt thing does not really, it doesn't really, um, you know, come into my business. Maybe in my personal life where, where I'd had questions about how will I, how will I be, be able to handle my um, raising my child? You know, I have a very beautiful son. How will I be able to do this? I asked myself questions, you know, and I realized then the, the only thing it brought for me was fear. And fear holds you back from executing. So my relationship with a few people helped to ascertain the fact that I can do this. I can get this done. I can way above what life is giving to me. So um, it might have applied in my personal life. But, you know, I've learned to win. And win is all I do. Yeah. Right. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. like that. Okay, so do you think the food industry is saturated? It is. Oh, wow. Yes. One word, yes, it is. So what I'm doing, what I started doing, is that when I started, there wasn't so much, there weren't so many people doing it. Yes, it's not, I'm not obviously we're not the first set of people to do it. They've been, it has been on for years and years, you know, but there weren't so much many people but people became aware of the problem and you know when people see that a particular thing is thriving it's successful they want to buy into it they want to get their hands into it so there's so many people that you know decided okay let's do this and with or without the skill or the knowledge or the technical know-how they just do it they mess it up they just do it i've done it i messed it up i started it again but there's so many people that that into food business so many people and like i said um like my coach says it's the people at the bottom of the pyramid that find it saturated
if you can rise yourself to the top if you can rise to the top you rise above the saturation and it's, it's the fact that there are so many people in the food industry that actually made me i saw a problem in that so many people in food industry and with so many failure stories and that best said the food business hub i carved a niche from it i saw a problem and i knew i could solve it the experience the knowledge the search and all of that and not wanting people to make the same mistakes i have made and myself and some other people that i've made and i know that i'm not an island of knowledge i actually relate with people that have spent 20 years in the industry it's, it's really weird most of my friends are really old people i'm i'm 29 years and most of my friends are 40 35 upwards 40 plus and they're married most of them so you know like i said where you 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 relate with the people you aspire to become I, I know where my goal is i know where i want to be and how how easy will it be for you if you don't have an idea of what's going on or where you're going to so relating with these people has made me understand the mistakes they have made the mistakes that people keep making over the years and how they correct it they've corrected it how they've you know they've held their grounds up till now and they've grown journalists it's not just you know about being there they have grown over the years over the years so um yes it is saturated but it's saturated at the bottom and um, in the next <laughs> couple of years it's going to be like three times the number of people doing this that are going to be in it wow. so um so you can imagine how the food business hub will be like in three years time wow that's amazing it's, it's even funny you said that because my next question to you was or is what do you think the food industry will be like in three to five years so now we know that it's going to even be more saturated so aside the saturation, yeah. is there any other thing that you foresee that will happen in the food industry? Because of the exposure to tech and agriculture now, there's a recent rise in awareness about tech and, and agriculture and there are lots of people investing in it. There's going to be a lot of business, food businesses that are very tech savvy, ease of access to food businesses and all of that. So it's like... At every, you don't, all you have to do is sneeze and there's food in front of you. That's what I see. You don't have to go far. You don't have to, every, almost every area, there's going to be growth. And with, with proper guidance, which is where the, um, my business, the food business hub comes in. With proper guidance, they, lots of, lots of them would, many of them would, would be, sta will be standing. They will be trusted. And I just see lots of successful people with, you know, providing more job opportunities and all of that. There are also going to be those who would have failed and all. But the food business, food is, is a timeless business. It can, it does not go extinct. It can never fail out never ever so there's going to be our launching and you know shutting down of restaurants but more launching of restaurants more much more competition loads and loads of people in the food industry it's going to the idea is to make it easier for everybody to easy for everybody to go into it and succeed without having to expend too much of your time energy and money to so yeah. Wow, that's great. So I hope to you all listening, I hope you are picking up all these points and see how you can plug in. Three to five yeah. years is no longer a long time. It may seem like a long yeah. time, but before you are done, down, 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 and it's gone. The future is now. Yes, exactly. The future is now. Exactly. So um, I'll just ask you one more question. and uh, Okay, no, two more questions. 
if you weren't doing this mm. business, what other business would you have been doing? Let me see. I think I wrote this down. Hmm. If I wasn't doing the food business, I would I would most likely be doing the food business. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I okay, so I would choose food business a, a hundred times and then one other thing I would I always I always would have loved to do would have um, be to be a pediatrician. So I have um I graduated from the University of Bada, from College of Medicine under basic medical sciences and I've always had this I'm very good with kids, I'm very good around kids and and, you know, I've always had this much to take care of people's kids, health-wise, not as a nanny or, or you know, it gets to me seeing sick babies. So, well, I never ended up studying pediatrics. I was going to be a pediatric surgeon, actually. But one year inside my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but then i'm not i would say yes i would choose food 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 everything that comes with food but i would i'd love to be a pediatric surgeon i, I just like to give people life and smiles i love seeing children that are in pain begin to smile you know and i don't know that too yeah pretty much it. that's great that's amazing so, um, what's your intention in this world? We all have one thing that we want to do in this world before we go. So, what's yours? I have one. Okay. To fulfill all of the purpose for which I was created. Majorly positively impacting lives through the example of the kind of life I live. And sowing a seed of hope and joy in every human being I meet, even in their darkest hours. I've been there. I've seen, I've seen the effects of having those kind of people around you. So the food business hub is, is one of the things that's better from that. Seeing the fact that many people fail and they just lose hope. They, they don't, they don't understand that you have to be patient. They don't understand the concept of patience and perseverance and consistency and all of that. So a lot of people just need someone to tell them it's going to be okay. So I live a life of, um, I found peace. No matter how the kind of turmoil, I, I have some sort of inner peace. And that is in knowing that I can't do it by myself. I have God, you know, I'm, I'm quite, I'm a very spiritual person. And I know that I've learned this thing from different millionaires that I have come across and a few billionaires. They've said the same thing. You are, the people that you see that are successful today have someone or something they believe in. It's either God or otherwise. You can't do it just by yourself. So in having, surrounding yourself with, you know, the right people and um, how will I be able to attract those people if I'm not that kind of person? So seeing that stage and, you know, fulfilling purpose physically, fulfilling the purpose that which God created me for. I just want to leave the world empty. Every single thing I was told to do and more is what I intend doing wow. the world. That's really amazing. For one moment, I was already getting emotional. Like, oh, is she trying to all? Okay, so Bigba, do you have yeah. any program coming up anytime soon that you want people to know about? Yes, I do. I have a, a workshop, a business workshop, holding on the 21st of September okay. in Lagos. It's for those in the food industry. So I do, I hold online web, I hold webinars and trainings for food business owners. But this one is a media edition, a workshop, and hopefully it gets gains you have a conference sometime soon. Um, and, um, so it's supposed to help, you know, help shed light on the gray areas for the food business owners. So, so 
um, in pricing, in um, branding, marketing, the legal. I'm going to have about not not less than three business leaders in uh, you know leaders in different sectors. So I'm going to have a legal practitioner come to you know speak on what they need to do as food business owners. And um, you know I am going to have the sales the sales um, sales guru come talk how they can drive sales. I'm going to have someone talk about having a plan and you know access to funds funding for this and you know i'm going to be teaching lots and lots and lots of things personally and um yeah so i do that i have i consult for other food businesses as well so i'm having that coming up you can check the food business hub on instagram and um, easiest kitchen on instagram or twitter or you know facebook yeah oh, wow that's amazing so guys i'm going to get this information from being pay and i'm going to uh, put it on the beacon experience page you also see it on my page mm. so for more information you can always get it there and also the description box you will find it there as well so make sure that if you're in the food business that you attend this program do not miss it for anything else. all right so thank you so much being for joining us in this episode of the beacon podcast I personally learned a whole lot from you and I really do hope that to every one of you listening that you've gotten one or two lessons from everything being shared. Look at the uh, description below this very audio and you're going to see uh, more information about BK and how you can connect with her on social media. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode of the Beacon Podcast.